Good morning, guys. It's Emmett. So this past weekend provides a really fitting example of how fickle in-person sales can be. And I thought this was an important time of year to do this because so many of us in the craft community lean heavily on holiday sales to earn a disproportionate amount of money for the year. I certainly do with my tree farm, but I know many fellow spoon carvers where this is when they sell a lot of stuff and they don't sell a lot of stuff the rest of the year. Um, this last weekend around, around us, we had this big snowstorm that depending on where you was, depending on where you was, depending on where you were, it was either the type of snowstorm that downs trees and cuts power and all of that, or it was a lot of rain. And where we live, it was a lot of rain. And where our tree farm was, thank goodness, it was a lot of rain. But you go two miles up the road and it started to be snow. And if you went an hour away, it was a lot of snow. The sort of snow that nobody travels in. And so I know other Christmas tree farmers for whom this last weekend was a total wash. Not a total wash. I think probably Saturday was okay, but um, or maybe it was Saturday was not good and Sunday was okay. At any rate, they basically nothing happened. A few sales here and there of intrepid people, but not the giant wave of people that I got at my tree farm. And I'm not doing this episode to gloat. I'm doing this episode to point out that it could have easily have been me. Another degree or two colder, and I would have gotten dumped on. And this is why I think it is foolish to pin your hat, pin your hopes on big holiday sales. Holiday sales are kind of like the stock market. You have to go into them assuming that it could be great or you could lose money. And you have to kind of pretend it never happened or pretend it, pretend it isn't going to happen. And then if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, great. I know because I'm doing because I have such a big season and it's spread out over wholesale customers and retail customers that somewhat buffers me from these large events. But there have been years when we've earned less simply because a bunch of the weekends were gross. You know, we lucked out this weekend next weekend. It's supposed to be maybe rainy. We'll see. Um, but my point is that as much as possible, you need to have a plan for your craft business that does not lean on holiday sales. And the problem is that if you have a holiday sale, if you sell your stuff and it goes really well, there's a tendency in humans to extrapolate from that and to say, wow, see, I can do this. I can make this amount of money. And you forget that A, the holidays is not a good time for getting data in terms of people's desire for things because they're buying stuff at weird rates and B 
that it can be in-person sales can be such a hit or miss thing that there's no way you can extrapolate from it. And yet we do because it's so tempting to. And so I guess the point of this episode is twofold. One is to simply caution you against doing that. If you had a good weekend, if you did a great sale and you feel good about your spoon carving thing going forward and you feel like you got good information, great. I'm so glad for you. But that doesn't mean that you don't need to come up with a plan for how to sell spoons or do your thing the other 330 days a year. Because that's the difference between making a living at something and just having something be pocket change that you then spend on tools and around and around you go. So, how to get out of that loop? The first thing, like I said, is to acknowledge that holiday sales mean nothing. The second is honestly probably to not let yourself spend that money on tools, but to put it aside. Put it aside to pay for something that might actually be useful later on. And by that, I do not mean uh, business cards, brochures. I've done episodes in the past about what are the things that I think are actually important if you're trying to make a craft business. And I'll try to remember. I'm not guaranteeing I'm getting this right. But I think I said something like, you need a website. And... Um, and you need a good phone. And you probably also need enough cash flow to be able to afford packaging materials so that you are you can afford to buy bundles of 50 cardboard boxes of a couple different sizes and some brown craft paper and some tape. And depending on how you choose to do your uh, payment, you might also need enough cash flow that you can afford to pay for all the shipping before you get payment for something. That's how I do it. So you need a certain level of cash flow. And if you see every dollar that comes in as chipping away the cost towards a better knife, then you'll never put aside money for these other, frankly, more important things. After that minimum baseline of of stuff, honestly, I would be saving all my money to pay for the freedom in my life to be able to do my thing. So rather than buy more stuff and still feel the crunch, I would save the money and therefore be able to take the time to practice my craft. And that includes... Um, that includes... Uh, taking the time to use social media appropriately. So, the bottom line is that the holidays are a terrible time to get any real sense 
of how much money you might earn. Not only because they're inflated, but because they're so fickle. And so you just have to take what the holidays give with a grateful heart and not look a gift horse in the mouth and not assume it's always going to be there. It's kind of like how you get presents from people, right? You're grateful and you're thankful and you don't expect anything. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.